This episode of the Words with Woods podcast is brought to you by Soda and Swine. Soda and Swine. Burr, 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 burr. Not really. But... Not really. Um, we actually went to Soda and Swine yesterday in Liberty Station here in San Diego, and it was delicious. Their beer was kind of shitty, though. Their beer list was actually really awful, but they have a bunch of different kinds of meat, and all you do is you pick the different kind of meat, and then you make meatballs, and then you get to pick if they're in a slider or a sub, like a submarine sandwich, or what's the other option? Pasta. Pasta, or just three meatballs. Or, yeah, just three meatballs. It was delicious. I mean, come on. Who did... Like, honestly, sometimes these restaurants, I'm like, really? Meatballs? Uh, it was delicious. And then they had a brownie parfait and a lemon cake. Uh, delicious. I didn't think I was honestly going to like the lemon cake. Yeah, Josh is really sketch with desserts and breakfast items. But mostly desserts. I would say breakfast items. More sketchy? Even more sketchy. I mean, I never knew I could fall in love with someone who hated breakfast. I only liked, like, two things. Hash browns and Eggs Benedict. That's so weird, though, because Josh hates soggy food, and egg ben- Eggs Benedict are soggy. But you see how fast I eat it, though? Uh, you eat everything that fast. I never noticed. It looks like, I, it looks like I've been in jail or something. Like, I eat <laughs> Josh eats like he's minutes. actually never seen real food before. It's, it's pretty adorable. And by adorable, it, I mean disgusting. The only time I take my time is if the food sucks, or... That's how I know he doesn't like it when he's eating real slow. <laughs> he gives himself away. Or if uh, I'm full. What was the worst thing I've ever made? Ever made? Because Josh likes all of my food, praise the Lord. Um, and I cook at least four days a week, typically. So there's got to be something that I've made that you're just like uh, super sketch. I don't think it's like... I don't want to say you made it and I was like, oh, this is terrible. I think you made it and... Like, you overcooked it or it was undercooked. I wouldn't say, like, you have a dish in the past that you used to make that I'm just like, ugh, I hope I don't see that again. Um, One thing that I used to make was, like, a a stir-fry tofu that was really, really, I really enjoyed it. But I would get, like, this Asian sauce, and Josh hates Chinese food with a passion, and I love Chinese food. I think it was more then that it was too healthy. That's possible. Because now I know if I ate that... You probably would like it. I, I would be fine with Cause it. Because it's more of like a stir-fry sauce. It wasn't really like Asian. But yeah. I think it was because it was like broccoli, carrots, uh, cauliflower, and tofu with some white rice. I mean, I think it's delicious. It, it is good. I haven't um, made it in a really long time. I, I also think if I'm not in the mood for Asian food... <laughs> Asian food. <laughs> Then I don't want it. Well, obviously. No, I mean, like, I really don't want it. I could... If you take me to, like, a burger spot and I don't want a burger... I'll You'll probably still, still enjoy the burger. I'll still yeah. enjoy it. But if you give me Asian food and I don't want Asian food, I'm pissed. I might as well not eat for the night. Yeah, you don't want to see what that looks like because it's a, basically like a temper tantrum. It's a mantrum, It's a mantrum. It's a mantrum. It's a very... Yes. Should we talk about your mantra that you had the other day? What did I have the other day? Josh and I went to Vaughn's, okay? And he picked up a, a pack of, um, like, the cookies that Vaughn's makes. Vaughn's a grocery store here in Southern California. And 
he picked up a pack of cookies that the bakery makes. And he picks up two of them. And he's like, babe, I have a question. And at this point, Josh had asked me so many questions that day that I was literally on the edge of just the questions. And I was like, I just like rolled my eyes. I'm like, what? Like, I do not want to answer another question. He literally threw down the cookies and he's like, you know what? You've had a problem all day. Never mind. Fuck this. <laughs> it was hilarious. Well, because it doesn't make sense to me. No. I asked you like, I wanted to, like, question. I wanted to be mad so bad, but because it looked like a five-year-old, I was like, this is a grown-ass man who just threw some cookies in the car. <laughs> it's like. You I was mad it, afterwards. Like, afterwards, I was like, I can't believe he threw a tantrum in the goddamn supermarket. But it's like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't do that to you. And you even, literally asked me, like, a hundred questions on Sunday. You could ask me a thousand but questions. But we're different people. It doesn't matter. You could ask me a billion questions. I hate when people ask me an incessant amount of questions. And Josh really loves to ask questions. But since you're the baker in this relationship? Yes. It was a baking question. I think I just hit my quota for questions for that day, and I was so over it. I was tired. I was so done with the day, and I was like, really? We're going to talk about cookies right now? And the thing is that the boxes of cookies looked exactly the same to me. No, there was, it looked undercooked in one of them, but then yeah. I was like, is that the butter? Like, they just, it's, like, it's perfectly fine. It's just yeah. that part has too much butter. The thing That's is, I looked question. at the, both the cookies afterwards, and they both looked exactly the same to me. I still they don't had, know the difference. They like, weird swirl. And the thing is, I am, since I don't like dessert that much, yeah. the things that I do like, yeah. I'm super picky. Well, because you don't want to get it home and then realize that it sucks. It sucks, yeah. And if I get home and it sucks? That's, like, why I hate going to, like, foo-foo bakeries, like the ones that are, like, you know, $5 cookies, because it's, most of the time they suck. Yes. And their presentation is beautiful, and, you know, their chocolate chips look awesome, and they're, like, perfectly symmetrical and all those kind of things. And they taste like fucking flour. The thing, the thing those foo-foo places do have that is bomb, though, their cakes. Their cakes are usually, and creme brulee. Are usually perfect. And that's another thing that I just discovered in this, in our new apartment. Our oven doesn't work. Oh, fuck the oven. Like, I'm I made pissed. pasta. I was so mad because I'm a really big baker. I love to bake. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's kind of like a de-stressing thing. Like whenever I'm just kind of feeling the pressure of life, I bake. I don't know why. And so this week, I wasn't baking, but I was warming up a small loaf of uh, garlic bread for our pasta. And, and I was really excited about this garlic bread because Josh and I are pretty much not eating carbs in general at all. Even the pasta is like gluten-free veggie pasta with that North Park organic shit. It's like some organic shit. Everything is like grain-free, gluten-free, any sort of chemical-free. So I was like, you know what? I need some goddamn bread with some butter. So I went to the same Vons and got a small loaf of uh, that garlic bread. And I turned the oven on to preheat it to warm up this damn garlic bread. Put my hand in the oven just out of habit to see if it felt like 450. The shit wasn't on. For like 20 minutes. For like 20 minutes. I preheated the shit and nothing was happening. I can't believe our oven doesn't work. You know what? Number one thing on the registry. A I new oven. Need, no. A Viking? No one's buying us a Viking. Oven. No one's buying us a Viking. If somebody got the connect on a Viking oven, hit me up. My phone number is 858. I'm just playing with no. you. I ain't giving y'all shit. 
Um, I would actually love to have a Viking, of course. I wouldn't want it in an apartment that we don't own. I would know. I would just put that shit in storage. And then when we move out. And take the Viking with us? Yeah. Sort of like how to make it in America? Yeah. When Cam buys the Viking? The Viking? You got a discount on it. You got mad about that. Do you think people watch that show? There was only two seasons, but I thought it was a great show. The homie Gabe does. That's true. I heard rumors that FX was going to pick it up and they were going to restart it from there. But it never happened. If I would have won that freaking lotto, I would have restarted that. Um, yeah. So the Powerball in California was up to, what, $1.5 billion? Yeah, it's like through, I think it's like 15 states that you could get it. Or yeah, so like Josh, I think he went in on his work pool and dropped, what, like 30 bucks on tickets. Because each ticket's, what, $2, right? 2 bucks. So the first week we did 20 and then nobody won on that Saturday. So then we pushed in another 10 because our other tickets had some winners in there. Yeah. That, like, small winners, like $3 here, $7 here, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And um, so we went in, and we still got our cash for tickets. We have, like, a bunch of Powerballs. We had a bunch of 10s for the Powerballs. We have a few numbers here and there. So we didn't, of course, make our money back. But it was cool. The yeah. uh, the office bonded for the people that worked together because we were like, if we win this, we out. <laughs> yeah, all, <laughs> like, like, we we're out. all quitting. <laughs> we're, we out. Like, we're all putting in our two if, weeks. If it's over, if we each get over five million, we're out. Yeah, because you can make five million work. You can't I mean, make a million work. A million, make... I think that you could. You would have a nice little cushy lifestyle to start with. But a million now, you couldn't live for the rest of your life on a million. You would have to get that million working quick. Yeah, you'd have to start investing and buying things. You'd have to make the money work for you, I think. I think a million is a really good kickstart to a comfortable lifestyle, but it surely wouldn't last you over five years. Our ass would still be living in this apartment. I would still live. If I won a million dollars tomorrow, I would live in this apartment and invest in it, continue working, and then in 10 years reevaluate. But yeah. right now, I'm like, I would travel, though. I would travel throughout it, but... I would take out 20K to travel. Easily. And then I'd take out the other 80K for my lo- for my student loan. Your student loans are not $80,000. I'm just rounding. <laughs> You're rounding way up. Yeah. It, um, and then... Seriously, fuck student loans, though. Like, yeah, for real. That shit gets in the way. Yeah. Haven't had, haven't had to pay them yet. So not yet, but, I mean, coming soon. Hey, IRS, whoever handles that shit... Yo, Sally May, use a biznatch. How about you just, like, skip me? Like, forget I Just forget I exist. Some people just defer, 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 and continue to not pay them and then die and then, you know. I was thinking about pulling a Tupac. Just disappearing? Faking my death. (laughs) He's definitely dead. And then, like. We're not going to get into the Tupac myth. I can't. I can't tonight. Oh, no, he's definitely dead. No, homie's definitely dead. He's dead. OJ did it. Um, oh man, I want to watch that um, documentary series on OJ on FX. So bad. So bad. King Max is in the building, by the way. Well, I, don't right want, I don't even want to talk about him. Oh, right now. you know what we should talk about? I started my class. We talked yeah. about that last week. You did start your class. Yeah. At the wonderful Liberty Station. Yeah, so I started my short story writing class at Liberty Station, and it was interesting. Interesting. How so? So the class is... So first of all, the class is in the middle of the day. It's at 2.30. So luckily I make my own work schedule or else I would never be able to attend this class. I don't know how actual people with jobs would make that happen. Because it's a two-hour class. Yeah. It's in the middle of the day. Yeah. Side note. What's it? 
that's why I have the creative issue. Why? Because I get out of work. I do get out of work early. Most of the time I get out of work by 3. Yes. And I'm down by here by 3.30. Yes. I want to go to the gym by 4.30. Yes. And then by 4.30, that's 4.30 to 5.30 by the time we're back at 6. Yes. By the time we have dinner, if we have dinner, right when we get back, it's 7.30 after showers. Okay. So that's my day. Yes. I would have to dedicate some time either on Friday, when I definitely don't go to the gym, uh-huh. or on the weekend, which I don't want to take away from. No. So what you have to do is you have to pick a day, like I'm going to do, during like the doing. week, like I'm doing right now. You pick one day during the week where you're going to eat really well and not go to the gym and dedicate it to a hobby. So, like, I'm dedicating Wednesdays. So, on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. that's the day where I'm not going to go to the gym and I'm going to throw myself into a hobby. And then on the weekend, during our downtime, I'm going to continue with my hobby. So, like, I have a, a short story that I have to read for my class and uh, um, do some annotations that we're going to come back and discuss and start working on a short story prompt that she gave us. So I'll do that in my free time. But you have to pick the one day. And the thing is, is that, like, just because I'm not going to the gym on Wednesdays doesn't mean you don't have to go. Like, you could go without me on Wednesdays, do Uh your hobby on, I don't know, Thursday, and I'll go to the gym without you on Thursday. I mean, you just got to, it's a little give and take. But one thing's for sure, fuck the gym on Wednesdays. Oh, fuck the gym on Wednesdays. Our our CrossFit gym, CrossFit Escudo and Chula Vista. I love them. No, I love them. But Wednesday is always cardio day, where it's strictly cardio and no lifting, which I I like. I like both. I like when we can combine the lifting and the cardio. I prefer that way. But Wednesday is notoriously cardio day, and that's usually the day that I skip. So it's definitely not a coincidence that my class is on Wednesdays. I I mean, it is a coincidence. On Wednesdays, I do horizontal running. Max. Yo, settle down. Settle down, kid. He's a brat. King Max has been on one this week, for real. Oh, update before we go back to your story. Yes. Got a big update. Max hasn't shit or pissed in the house since last week. Since last week, that's right. Yes. Big up to Max. All right, King Max, yay! But how was your class? How, why was your class so weird? Um, I didn't say it was weird. I said it was interesting. Interesting. So interesting. there's one. eight people. I'm included in the eight. And I would say one, two, three, four, wait, five, four to five of them are very old. Like, 60s, 70s, like, retired old. Which is not a bad thing, but it definitely makes the class, I don't want to say a bit slower, but I don't know what it is about old people and, like, the the need to comment and have an opinion about everything. So they've seen the world. They've seen it. So we have two vets. We have one Air Force pilot vet. We have one Vietnam vet. And then there's a lady who writes ghost stories. Like she literally goes to sites, has these supernatural experiences, and then writes novels about her ghost experiences. And then there's this one lady who is a a Native American. She's a, a, a part of the Navajo tribe. So all of her stories are basically, her stories are about like her experience as being a Native American woman. Um, she is actually not that vocal. She's actually very interesting. The ghost story lady is super weird. She rolls her eyes at everything everybody has to say, which is funny. The Vietnam vet is extremely hard of hearing. I wonder why. So, most of the class, he spends 
saying, What was that? Excuse me? Can you repeat yourself? I'm sorry, what did you say? Does he have hearing aids? He has hearing aids, okay. but he says, because he's taken classes at this particular association before, he says that because the room has very high ceilings, and because the airport is kind of close to there, and you know how planes fly over yeah. this building, that the plane sounds in that room echo so loud that it bothers his hearing aids. So he doesn't wear them. So instead, he has to sit directly to the professor's right because his left ear is the better one. So he has to sit right next to her because he can hear her the best. Mm -hmm. But he still asks, I'm sorry, what was that? I'm sorry, what did you say? So a lot of the time we spend, or at least in this past class, repeating the points that we just made. I know what's by him. What? There's this little box that sits on your chest. Yeah. Kind of like Iron Man. Yeah. And they sell a radio shack. Uh-huh. And you put headphones in it. Uh-huh. And when you speak, it goes through the box. Uh-huh. To the headphones. Uh-huh. To the ears. Well, that's... But aren't those like hearing aids? No. It more of works at direct. It doesn't... It works straight. It doesn't work um, vertically. It doesn't like span out. So... So... Are like, they expensive? Oh, they're like 20 bucks. They're like 20 bucks. Okay. Well, the thing is, is that I don't know him, and I don't particularly care for him that much. Um, Probably you, you write about a guy buying that box at Radio Chef. No, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. It, the class was really great. I had a really good time. Um, our In our first session, we analyzed a short story written by Ernest Hemingway, who is my, favorite, my absolute favorite author. We went and saw his house. We did. We went to go see his house when we lived in Chicago. Um, he has a very interesting short story called a cat in the rain and we spent about an hour analyzing it it was a lot of fun i brought it home for you if you want to read it i would love to read it um but yeah so it was great so stay tuned i'm gonna have updates um at the end of my class at the end of six weeks i am going this is my personal goal i am going to publish my collection of short stories somewhere online um for all of you to read so there should be a, somewhere between three and five stories is it gonna be like Chance the Rapper where it's free, or is it going to be like Vic Mensa? No, no, no. I'm not putting it on. I might put it on Amazon Kindle mm -hmm. um, or Amazon Marketplace, but it'll be a free download. That's the same. You can yes. go the free route. Yes, absolutely free um, because it's not a novel. My novel is coming much, much, much later. I have to take a million more classes, but this is just to kind of get the creative juices flowing. Gotcha. Short stories are very difficult to write just because they're typically about 3,500 words, and you have to get them... You have to get so much detail into two pages, two to five pages. So it's it's a good practice. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But six I'm weeks. I'm excited for you. Stay I'm tuned. For you. I'm very excited to really get started because uh, it, I've had a really bad writing drought, like real bad. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be good. The thing is you go back and forth with one thing, I guess, though, is when you're writing, you're not reading. Not as much. And when you're reading, you're not writing that yeah. much. Yeah. So when I go through um, parts of time where I'm not writing a lot, I read a lot to sort of try to get inspiration and uh, try to, I think, maximize my time. Um, but when I'm writing, I think it's like the same thing like when musicians are creating music, they don't listen to other people's music. 
it's very much the same thing. Like, if I'm writing, I'm not reading anybody's shit because I don't want to take inspiration or take mm. someone's tone or, you know, take someone's cadences. I want everything to be me. Right. Yeah, so I don't want to read anybody else's shit because I don't want to be like, oh, that's really, that's I like the way they phrase that or I like the way they start sentences because everyone has their own style. Yeah. So it's like i got to keep my personal style. Yeah, just like J.K. Rowling got that style. J.K. Rowling's a fucking billionaire. I'll, I'll copy her shit forever if I could, <laughs> but I don't like science fiction or made-up worlds because I it's hard to keep up with that shit, man. The only That's one thing my mom did say. I was actually talking to my mom about this today because – the guy that played Professor Snape, Alan... Um, Ricky? Ricky? I think his name, yeah. From I all, actually already died. From all Love Actually. Oh, yeah. I know. He, um... We Professor talk- Snape, man. My, he's a great character. He's a great actor. Yeah. Overall. And he didn't start acting until he was, like, 41. Something really? Like I didn't that. know 40, that. 40, 41. So he's only act if he was 40, 29 years. Yeah. But... See, and that goes back to our the same thing that I've been harassing you about. It's never too late. Twenty seven. Yeah, never too late. Yeah. Uh, but one thing my mom said about I was like, oh, did you watch the Harry Potter movies? Did you read the books? She goes, no, I don't. I don't. Um, she's like, I don't know. I can't keep up with it. Um, maybe it's too sci fi for me, like too yeah. made up. Or maybe the acting from like the kids from the earlier movie is so bad that it takes away. I thought or they maybe, were great. Or just from like one and two. She's yeah. like maybe. Because they're so young. Yeah, they're definitely children for yes. sure. And yes. then she goes, or maybe it's the accents. Mm-hmm. Or I just don't really. Sometimes but there's something she can't connect with. Yeah. She's like, she's like. But I your just, mom's a big reader. Yes. Yeah. So, but then the one thing I said that a lot of people connect with. And what I like about movies like Harry Potter, like Star Wars, um, and like other movies that do the same thing, there's no timestamp. There is no timestamp, so, so you have to make you have to imagine these things. So there's no like how can I explain it? If you watch the movie Notting Hill, you know the movie's old because he has a flip phone. Yes. If it was now, so the, I mean, there is definitely iPod. some small suggestions. Yes. But in Harry Potter, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no... I mean, if you really looked hard enough, I'm sure you could find something. But there's nothing to immediately suggest that, you know, it takes place in the 90s or something like that. Yeah, and I think that's what makes it... I I told my mom this today. It makes it timeless. It makes it timeless. And honestly, when it came out to when it finished, a lot of people might get mad at me for this, but it is the Star Wars of its time. Because... Nothing. When you look, if you ask kids, if you ask grown-ups, if you ask the even older, when that movie came out, yeah, everybody loved it for majority for the majority, right? So, which is really amazing. So, right, like I can only imagine how hard it maybe could be to write like that. Yeah, because it was a book first, like most things. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I personally don't think I could ever write something that lengthy and that much detail. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting. I mean, you have to transport yourself to this whole world. And yeah. imagine being the person sitting there making this shit up and then just thinking in your mind, like, this could literally not work. I could send this to an... Because imagine J.K. Rowling when she's like, I've made up this character. His name is Harry Potter. <laughs> he has a scar on his forehead from an evil person who killed his parents and he's going to be a wizard 
and he lives in a world with people who aren't wizards, and I think I'll call them muggles. And they lock him in a closet. And then one day, he gets out of a closet, gets transported to a castle, and he has uh, friends that live with families that are all wizards. Or and you have wizards. to run through a train station, through a wall, to get to this world. But you can only get to this world if you're a wizard. That's like some mushroom acid shit right there. You've got to be on so many drugs to think of some shit like that. Like, think if you think about it practically, like, it blows your mind. It, no, it definitely does. And that's one person. She didn't write that with anybody else. She has no co-authors. She has no co-conspirators in this shit. She is literally that imaginative slash crazy. You have to be a little off your rocker to write some shit like that. The I only, don't care what anybody says. The only thing that sucks is you did Harry Potter, and everybody knows you as Harry Potter. Yeah. Just like Daniel Radcliffe, but he's slowly branching out. Yeah. Hermione has had, I mean, Emma Watson has had the biggest jump, right? It's just because Josh is obsessed with Emma Watson, for the record. You are. I know. She's I've seen smart. your Google searches. She's smart. Josh has a Google search that says Emma Watson dress. (laughs) She's pretty. I mean, it's better than Pornhub, so I'll take it, but I think it's funny. Yeah, but she's like you. She's beautiful. Aww, you're such a kiss ass. I mean, I'm I'm not like that kind of smart. She's smart. Maybe I am. You could do brown smart. Brown smart? She went to brown. Oh. Yeah, I mean, went to DePaul. It's a nice school. That was a choice. That was a choice. Um, I want to go to grad school so bad. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. Whatever. Harry Potter's crazy. Question. What's up? Do do you ever look at something and it makes you feel creative? Yeah, all the time. Like, what do you look at that makes you feel creative? Every time I walk into a fucking Barnes & Noble, I get upset. Okay. That's a, yeah. Like, when I look at, like, this sounds really stupid. It does nothing. It does sound stupid. But anytime I look at my watch, which I'm wearing an Apple Watch with the Josh and I both got Apple Watches for our birthdays. Not and from each other, but from our awesome moms. Yes. Shout out to them one time. Yeah. But Kelly and Amy. Love you guys. Whenever I have the Mickey bouncing his foot, and I, and granted, I like Disney, but when I look at it, it's so simple. Just the, just the Mickey himself. Right. That it's like. If you can make that so simple and so perfect. Yeah. It like instantly sparks creativity. Yeah. I mean, whenever I see something relatively what I would consider perfection, it bothers me. Because it's I like agree. a weird jealousy thing. I, like I, I read, um, I recently read a book in the last few months. It's called The Goldfinch mm-hmm. by uh, Donna Tart, And it won the Pulitzer. And it was literally the most perfect piece of work that I've read maybe in my whole life ever it's the most perfect writing I've read I can't even think of a page in that book that was unnecessary and it's like 400 pages long and it's absolutely perfect and it's taken me I finished when did I finish that book two months ago three months ago and I literally have not been able to get over it. I only barely was able to start a new book. Yeah. And I've gone through three or four books since then trying to start a new one. And I haven't been able to do it because it was so perfect. 
that like I can't even get over it. I can't even get involved with another novel because it was that perfect. Yeah, you picked up a book and dropped it. Like, uh, I bought a book on Kindle. I bought a book from Barnes and Noble. I borrowed a book from my mom. Like I just couldn't get into anything else because I could not get over that piece of work. Now I'm like I'm I'm onto a new book called The Feast of Love by Charles Baxter, which is actually pretty good. But it's not The Goldfinch. I don't think I'll ever get over that book. That's big. No, I like honestly every time I picked it up to read it, and I was incessantly reading it. Like any part of my you saw any any free time I had. TV, I would take it when we were in the car. Like, I was obsessed with this book. That's like The Great Gatsby for me, though. Oh, yeah. because I bought Josh a copy of The Great Gatsby because I think it's one of the most perfect pieces of literature ever. Yes, and I also like dialogue. I yes. don't like... That's... I just don't like... It's easier to connect to. Yes. And... I didn't put that shit down. It's I a fantastic book. I think I've read book. that book two or three times. Well, the thing is, is that it's one of my favorite books ever, and this was right when the movie was coming out. And I really wanted Josh to read the book before we went to go see the film because I'm like, they're going to forget something. They're not going to convey the right emotions. I think they got pretty close. I think, yes. Pretty close. The only thing I think that honestly took away from the movie for a lot of people was the way they shot it. Yeah, it was very new age. Yes, where they tried to make it that European cut. Yeah. And then the other thing, which I could... I could deal with because it tried to show the glamour of the 20s. Yeah. And then the other thing is the, um, which I liked, which I think it kept the younger people into it, was the blend of the old with the new music. Yeah, the soundtrack was interesting. Yes. I mean, they tried to make it really contemporary and modern, and I appreciated it, but it's going to be one of those films that won't test well with time you know in 10 15 years i don't think it'll be as great as it is now it got time stamped yeah i mean automatically with the music and the soundtrack it got time stamped the only thing that made me mad about the whole movie is they kept playing that this that one song i can't think of what it is it's like when she's talking about the green light they played that song probably 10 times the lana del rey song yes yeah they they had her all over that soundtrack but Otherwise, but once again, the theme of that book is something that I like. Yeah, I mean, Josh likes romance and dialogue and all of those things, which is why I was like, this is going to be the absolute perfect book for him. I read that book in probably a week. Yeah, I've never seen you read anything that fast. I read that book on my breaks when I was at Costco, my 10-minute breaks, my 30-minute breaks. You read that while you were in school as well. I read that. I got in trouble for reading (laughs) class. I ran through that book, and then I picked it up after the movie and read it again. Yeah. To figure out what I was missing or what I didn't understand with the book that maybe a picture could show yeah. me. Um, I mean, sometimes you got to read it a couple of times. Like, I'm going to read The Goldfinch yeah. probably once a year for the rest of my life. Yes. I, but, I mean, if anyone needs book recommendations or if you would like to know more about this book or if uh, you, I don't know, anything about the book, let me know. Um, you can email us at wordswithwoods at gmail.com. Um, let's do a quick wedding update. A wedding update. Wedding update. We I don't actually, got one. <laughs> I do. Lie. Should I, I should I get mine? Why lie? Yeah, we got we actually got some good shit. We did a lot of wedding this week. And we got a lot more wedding we're doing this weekend. Yeah. Like, and I'm I'm ready. I this weekend I'm more excited about, I think. Because of the wedding stuff. Oh, we are in the yes. bulk of wedding planning right now. And we are in the middle. 
everybody I talked to, though, were, like, way ahead of the curve. Oh, for sure. I'm trying to get this, I'm trying to get 99, because I know there's stuff that you can't do until the day of. Or within the, the week of, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I want to knock most of it out at least a month before. Yeah. Or maybe when, if clutch would be before we go to our bachelor bachelorette party in June. Yeah. Because then it's like, time was our shit. Yeah, I think we, yeah, we're going to have to do that. But, okay, so this week we did all of our save the dates. So we have all the addresses. I'm going to get stamps tomorrow with my mom. I need a couple more. I gotta get my boss. Um, that's fine. We can send them out later. But I'm gonna send out the first the first batch of them. Or we're gonna send out tomorrow. Yeah. And we have, I think, almost 200. And I'm super stoked. Josh and I sat here one night and we wrote. We had to handwrite all the addresses. Yeah. So we sat here one night and had dinner, watched a movie, and did all the addresses together, which was a lot of fun. Um, after my class on Wednesday, I uh, met up with my mom. And we went to go check out a couple of hotels in Liberty and Station. Me. Yeah, so I said we. No, oh, no, you said I met up with my mom. Oh, well, we both met up with my mom um, after my class and went to go check out a couple of hotels. Pretty sure we found the one. Um, we have a lot of family coming in from out of town. And, you know, we need somewhere nice to stay. So I think we actually found the right one. And then we went to dinner. And then what else did we do this week? Well, we scheduled an appointment with the florist. What else? Is that it? That's and then we're going to go register this weekend. Yeah, we're knocking shit out. Yeah, so we're trying to take advantage of any of our free time. So we're going to go register this weekend, which I'm super excited about. Um, I'm not really excited about it. We're going to halfway register because I'd rather have a great honeymoon traveling around Europe. So we're going to be posting a hunting fund. Yeah, so basically we had a couple of options. So Josh and I have never been to Europe. And for our honeymoon, we're using a website, which is on Shark Tank, called Honey Fund. And basically what we're going to do is we're going to plan out our entire honeymoon. And that is going to be our registry. So people can buy us, you know, parts of a, of this honey fund so we can have an awesome honeymoon. But because we have a lot of older family and people who might not quite understand the concept of Honey Fund, we're going to register at Target and Williams-Sonoma just so people can have options, but we're definitely going to be pushing people towards Honey Fund. Or people like your mom who doesn't like to buy off the registry. Yeah, I mean, some people don't like to buy off registry. I mean, so we're going to go, like, mark. And the thing is, is that, you know, there's, it's not just the wedding. There's the bridal, the bridal shower, and then if people want to buy stuff in advance for, like, before our wedding, like, people just like to buy shit. So, I mean, we're going to have to just register and see what happens. Yeah. But we got to give people options because that's just the way it is. Yes. And um, one thing that um, Max wants is a nice porcelain bowl. Uh, when he's talking about Max, he means King Max, and he would really like a nice porcelain bowl. And a crown. And a crown that says yes. Max. King in, Max. Uh, King Max. With and Roman, Cartier diamonds. With Roman numerals of his birthday that just passed. Yes. Happy late birthday. Happy late birthday, Max. Nine He's nine years old. years old. Yep. He's so adorable. Look at him just sitting there all snuggly. He just makes you want to cuddle him. But yeah, so that's our wedding update. Um, should we talk about... Okay, so last week, if you haven't listened to it, go on our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash wordswithwoods, and check it out. 
and we kind of bashed Kanye a little bit, or I did, anyways, because I was not impressed with his facts freestyle. I bashed him for as much as I am a fan. That was as good as bashing it. It was real bad. Like I was like, "Fuck that shit! It hurts my ears. It hurts my soul a little bit as well." You should die. Not really. Not really, but yeah. Um, so we bashed him, we were not impressed with his freestyle, and then you know what he does? He releases a banger. What if he did, what if that was his game plan? Like... To release a banger? Let's release something shitty, so anything else I release, everybody's gonna be like, this shit's amazing. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, that's, I don't think that that's a real thing, but I guess it's possible. He thinks everything's amazing. That's the, the bigger problem. Yes, he does, if he, if he puts it out in the world... It's the best lyric. Yeah, so here it is. This is Real Friends. This song is called Real Friends. He released it on his website, KanyeWest.com. iTunes don't ban this shit because he said you could rip it. Follow his Twitter. I just... This beat is dope. The beat is dope. This isn't a hymn, though. Real friends. How many of us? How many of us? How many jealous real friends? This is like some old school kind of shit. Yes. But how many honest Mixed with some of that new, like some of that 808 shit that I like so much. But having an angle, I ain't got no issues. I'm just doing my thing. Hope you're doing your thing too. I'm a deadbeat cousin. I hate family reunions. Fuck the church up by drinking at the I like that first line. That's, I think, my favorite. I'm a deadbeat cousin. I miss family reunions. It's just crazy because I don't understand how he could have honestly released that fax freestyle and then came back and dropped this. It was almost like setting the bar real low and then just went for it. Yeah, it was... I don't know how to explain it. That that fax sucked. It was so bad. And then especially after you hear this, you're like, oh, it really was that bad. We weren't being dramatic about it. It was bad. Just anybody that thinks that song's really good... One doesn't listen to good music. Or no they pun intended. Man, some people just or, don't know people. <laughs> I like that. I see what you did there. Some people honestly don't know his catalog as well as we do, though. I could, yeah. I. Jordan We've asked been me the fans other fans for since two thousand and two. Yeah. Jordan asked me what my worst freestyle, worst verse. In fact, is up there. But, but he, you told you told us last week on the podcast, yeah. the Mission Impossible soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like most people don't know that shit. Like, it's yeah. bad. It's definitely really bad. Yeah, it's definitely really, really bad. But yeah, check it out. So if you go on to SoundCloud and just search Real Friends, you can uh, find the the Real Friends track. It's uh, featuring Ty Dollar Sign. Um, or you can go to KanyeWest.com. And then also they gave a, a little snippet of um, No More Parties in L.A., which, which features uh, Kendrick Lamar. Let me see if I can get to, get to that. Oh, Kendrick oh. rips real quick. <sighs> I love this one. Did you see Kendrick's performance on Fallon? No. Check it out. Google the shit. Do Kendrick Lamar on Fallon, Untitled 2. It's so dope. Love this. Love that beat a lot. It's got the real soul shit. No more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Come on, Ken. Come on. No more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. No more. Wait, who's that? Sample. Please. Come on. Party that party. Party that party. Party that party. 
Hey baby, you forget the ray bands. And she saw whip from straight to Oh, you're Come on. learning it. <laughs> no, you are. I love that line. Come Erica by Doomies. I love that. <laughs> if you haven't so heard the thing, that shit. Yes. You go go look this shit up, KanyeWest.com. Stop right now. And just turn the shit off. Just pause it. You're at 40 minutes, roughly. Yes. And listen to it, and then come right back. Yeah, and okay. Then... But let me, let me talk to you about it. The only reason that I know that part of that song is that Two years ago, Kanye West was featured on a documentary, and you don't even know this. We haven't even talked about this. Is that he that that freestyle that No More Parties in L.A. Mm-hmm. He spit that as a freestyle on that documentary. That rap documentary. Yes. So two years later, it's finally on a song. This is what I mean. Well, that song, that one they said was supposed to be on. Um, my. Who's they? I read it in a... Where did I read it at? That uh, it's supposed to be my twisted, beautiful, dark fantasy. My beautiful... Yeah. I don't know how to say that one. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying the only reason I know it is because of that. Yeah. And that same documentary, though, he asked him to freestyle again. And he freestyle. He didn't freestyle. He spit the verse off gorgeous. Yeah. Off my beautiful, dark twisted fantasy. Which was hilarious. Well, nobody freestyles. Nobody. But anyways, so Kanye West, you're redeeming yourself. Swish dropping February 11th. I am so ready. I know it's dropping February 11th, supposedly. What? Views. Six, 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 six. Six, 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 six. That could be a crazy week. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to drop the same week, but I mean, we'll see. Because that week is Grammy week, All-Star weekend, and one more thing. I forget what it is. Fashion week. Fashion week. I think it will. This is the only... the only reason why it will drop the same week, or it might drop drop the week before. Kanye is notorious for dropping albums when other people drop albums. Fifty Cent, J Cole, ja J Cole, and Wale. Yep. Um. Is because basketball weekend, All Star weekend, is actually in, in Toronto, Toronto, right? In yeah. I wouldn't even say Toronto, Drake Land. So, in the so if you guys listen to Beats One Radio, OVO Sound has a has a, a station on there that they have like a episode every other week, and they do this drop in between songs randomly, and it goes six. six, six, six. <laughs> <laughs> That's my it version does. of that. It's, six, 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 six. It definitely. Does. But it like goes in and out real quick. Well, whatever. We're off. We're off all that. We just definitely wanted to share about Kanye West and how he's sort of redeeming himself. No, that's a big redeem. Yeah, and then he announced that you know that his swish is finally dropping. I'm still fucking pissed. That's called swish, but I mean, if the album is fire, I don't give a fuck. I don't. But is it better than the name it used to be? What was the name before? Um, what's another God reference? I think he has to get away from that whole shit, like Jesus, and then another God reference. It, it was, was like too much. Yeah, it was something like... No, I, I remember what it was. Because he got the shit tattooed on him, remember? Yeah. It was something really... And then he switched it to Swish, which, man, like, I almost want to fact check. No pun intended. For what? Um, What the name was. It doesn't matter. It's... Oh, shit, it's going to bother me. All right, well, finish it up because I want to get to our... So, you look that up, and if anybody cares to listen for that, just keep listening. So, on Facebook, I started... I don't want to say a debate, but... On Twitter, I follow a lot of people that talk about 
$300 dates, who should pay on the first date, and things of that sort. So I took it to Facebook because majority of my friends who are not involved in media and culture and things like that do not participate in Twitter, unfortunately. So I put a status up and I said, I've been seeing this debate a lot on Twitter, so humor me. Who should pay on the first date? You started a war. I started a mini war. It's mostly out of curiosity. If anybody would like to see it, you can add me on Facebook. My name is Jordan, J-O-R-D-H-A-N. Google me. You can find me because there's not that many of us in the world. I'm not going to put my last name up, but you know, it is what it is. You're going to have my last name soon, so boom. What was what was it called? I'm not there yet. All right. Can you get off that? No one cares. I, I, w- I want to know. I guarantee it I can look it up faster than you find it. It's not going to be on there. It is because he okay. I'm changing my album name to Swish. Uh, I was almost there. I was almost there. Oh my! All right. I don't know. I don't know. I give up. So help me God. So help me God. How did I find the ship before you did? You got connections. No, I don't. I have Google. Uh, All right, so let's pay attention to my question. So before I go into the comments, who should pay on the first date? Go. Who asked? Keep this short and sweet. Who asked? No. Who should pay on the first date? Just, that's a plain question. No details. Who should pay on the first date? The guy, but the girl should at least be like, oh, I'll pay for my half. So the guy should pay, but the girl should at least pretend to go for the reach. The girl should do the reach. The reach means she should actually like go into her purse and pretend to take it and like reach for her wallet. Yeah, I guess. Each situation is so different these days. Okay, so how many dates have you been on before we were together that you were like, she didn't even reach or did you pay for all of them like just paid didn't even ask i I just paid but was there any instance where you just paid but you were pissed when you got back to your car and you're like this bitch didn't even offer no because i initiated the date gotcha like i'm saying that's where it's so different whereas okay so say we had met and I said, hey, let's go grab lunch tomorrow. Then I expect to reach. Yeah. But if we had met and you asked me, hey, Jordan, let's go grab lunch tomorrow. I don't expect to reach. Okay, but that's the thing, though. When So when Josh and I met. You he, reached, though. I did reach. You reached. I did. You reached, but I'm yeah. saying I didn't expect it. But you know get. what's funny is that I did reach. I went for the reach. But if you actually had made me pay. I would never have talked to you again. Which is fair. I, I guess. Now, it's I weird th- because like I reached because I know that that's the. Polite thing. It is the polite thing to do. Even now. Well our our funds are pretty much together at this point. But like. If I. No. This is, this is how it works. If she goes. Let me put it on the wells. That's my credit card. That, or I'm just like. Uh, I'm like. Well is she paying for this shit? If she goes, let me put it on the but chase. But even that. It's like, oh, you want to sign your name? I well, the thing like, is, is like, that if it was my wells, it's like our money's still going to go pay back the yeah. shit. So. It's, I think it's more of the situation because if it's my, for instance, we'll use my birthday. Yeah. If we're going out to have drinks like we did at Disneyland on my birthday. Yes. Jordan's like, oh, I'll pay for it. It's your birthday. 
do I know what's coming out of my account? Our account? Yes. Yeah, I think it's just like a sweet thing to do. Like yes. I paid like we when we got up to the to the window at Disneyland, I paid for it. Even though it's both of our money, but yeah. like I paid for it. Like I don't know what it but anyway, I mean no one wants to hear about our happy life. So let's take it to the comments on Facebook. So the first person that commented was my cousin Kiyoki, and he said the man should always pick up the tab on the first date. But what if you broke his fuck? And the girl knows it. Then you shouldn't be fucking dating. Don't no. invite people to go eat. But no, what if he didn't do the inviting? If she invited him? Yeah. All he has to do is tell her the goddamn truth. I actually can't afford to take you out and or have a girlfriend. Be mature about it. Okay, so if he says that, uh -huh. they still go on a date. Yeah. And she pays. Well, no. But I here's, can't always no, pay. No, but here's the thing. If, say, we had gone out. So say, okay, here we go. If I asked you on a date, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I actually don't have any money right now. I'm really, really in between jobs. And I was like, no, that's cool. Come out. Just, just come anyways. That says, I'm going to pay for the shit. If I, I if I like wait for you to pay for it, I would expect you to be like, uh, I came thinking that you were going to pay for it because that's what we had talked about. Yes, I definitely agree. But that means if you can't example, afford to have a girlfriend, don't have one. Got that? But he said the guy. The, let me say the guy. The man should always pick up pay. the tab on the first date. And his his always is capitalized. Yeah. That means like no matter what the situation is. No, but that that that's you being that's you a, and making these huge assumptions. That's not an assumption. That is an assumption. If you took a, a a true or false test, the one thing they tell you is if you see a the true word true or false test. Yes, like um, you, um, you always have to keep the heater on. You sometimes have. Well, to Well, of the course, there's on. caveats, but he. He's saying this from the perspective of I'm inviting you on a date, not without all those other weird ass things okay, that you're bringing so up. Okay, so everything in a vacuum. What? Everything, what does that mean? Like, everything is in one. Like it's based off the question. There's nothing. More well, no, that. but here's what I I commented to him because he was the first person to comment, right? Yeah. And I didn't know if anyone else was actually going to comment. Yeah. So he said the man should always pick up the tab on the first date. Mm -hmm. So I commented back. I said I agree because I do. And then I said, but for argument's sake, if the girl asked you out, should she pay? And he said, heck no. If I accept the date, I'm accepting the responsibility of treating the girl mm -hmm. the way my parents raised me to. If you aren't going to give your full effort, don't accept. So that answers your question. Does that take away from... Actually, I love that answer. That's a really good answer. It is a really good answer. I definitely agree, but at one point, me being the, the feminist that I am uh -huh. where does that the equality come so okay, like you're so, not okay with that alright but pause for a second because what's very funny is that the next comment on this which I don't know if you read or not because that's very unlikely that you read the, all yeah. this shit is that it's from one of my very good friends Brie who's gay mm -hmm. and she is a very much a feminist right. like she studies women's studies in college and she's very much a feminist i don't know any other way to put it she says until that glass ceiling breaks men pay and then her hashtag says feminist dating <laughs> but then she says i say that partially tongue-in-cheek partially not though lol <laughs> because she's gay and she has a girlfriend so yeah. i don't know how that works that's a whole paying. thing. They just run out on the shit. <laughs> they just dine and dash <laughs> on the shit. Ain't nobody paying on a, on a gay date. <laughs> um, but then I have another friend from high school. He said men always. But he's very macho and very Mexican and very much like, I'm a man. But that's the macho thing to do. If you look at 
if you look at our generation, yes, right, we grew up with parents that it's the man's job to take care of the woman. Yes, it's very caveman when you think about it. Yes, exactly. We're the first generation that I could think of. Well, there's some from their generation. I think we're the first generation where it would be perfectly acceptable for the woman to make more than the man and nobody to just bat an eye. Exactly. That's so, weird, right? So at the same, not weird, but it's kind of cool. Yes, but at, so at the same time, if a girl pays for the date, it's just role reversal. Well, I mean, at one point in our when we were first dating in our in our courtship, you were out of a job, and I had a job, and when we went out, it was only what like a month, maybe two mm-hmm. months. But when we would go out, and granted, I wasn't 21, so it wasn't like we were going drinking. We would, like, go to lunch and sit in the park and, like, hang out. So, like, it was obviously really cheap. But, like, I would pay, and it was fine. I just wanted to hang out. I mean, I don't know. I know for sure not all girls are like that. Yeah. But. I know for sure all guys would be able to handle it. Oh, do you remember the temper tantrums you used to have? You used to lose your shit. I wouldn't lose Every, my shit. No. You were uh-huh. upset. No, you didn't like it. No, I wouldn't lose my shit. You what didn't I, like it. No, it's not that I didn't like it. Because the thing, what I would do is, maybe you don't remember, is you would say, hey, do you want something? Mm-hmm. And then I would say no, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to spend more money. That's right. honestly what I did. Yeah. I like we could. Get, she would be like, oh, let's go to the Padre Dodger game. And she would be like, I got the tickets. So we would get there, and she would be like, hey, do you want a beer? Nah, I'm fine. Yeah. Right? And she was like, well, I'm going to go buy us beers. Yeah. And then it's like, like, oh, I don't want you to spend more than you're already spending. Gotcha. Because, like, you already got us in. That's like a weird, that's like a weird roundabout way of doing it. I get it. I because get it. Because you're spending, you're already spending money on money. No, no, no. Money, I, I get it. I get and it. You're work. you're not, you're working but not working a ton. I was working but living at home. I mean, yeah. if you're working and living at home, you only need to work like 20 hours. You don't have shit to pay for. Yeah, but... That's why I like when my friends that live at home are like, I don't have any money. Bitch, what are you spending it on? You know how much rent is? Yeah, or like, the people that have like all the nice shit and they're like, it's like, ah, oh, you still live with, with your mom and you're 30 years old. I have like people that I know that have these nice ass cars and nice ass clothes, but I'm like, but yeah, you live at home. I mean, obviously, if I didn't have to pay for shit, I would have a lot of nice stuff. Yeah. And then there those are few those... months I lived with my parents, I had a blast. I had to pay for shit. Exactly. I mean, if I had, that's like a worry-free lifestyle. I don't get that, but whatever. And then there's a few that actually have to pay their shit, even though they live with their parents. That's weird, too. No, I mean, like, maybe it's a single mom. Or oh, single well, those, I mean, everything, situations, obviously, for yeah. sure. Different. Um, all right, so back to this. Uh, Marisol, shout out Marisol. She says, the gentleman, unless... This first date sparked no connection for both parties, then offer the split. That's a true online dater. Right That's there. a true online dater. That. So my friend Marisol, she does online dating occasionally. So she's been out on dates that from people she's met on apps and things like that. So she would know, I mean, if there's no interest. But I think that that's a really interesting perspective because, like, we obviously missed the big dating online dating thing like yes. i don't i mean i don't feel like i missed out on anything but we missed that experience i guess which also takes away from courtship which yes. also takes away from who has to do what yeah i think uh i don't know organically meeting someone is just i don't know i think probably because we met by chance that like yeah. i can't imagine 
if I, like, I wonder if I had seen you on, like, Tinder or something, if we would have actually, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Fate is a weird thing. But, yeah, so I actually really like what she said. Um, and then my friend Christy said, your mom, which is not helpful. Um, and then one of my other gay friends, she put, but wait, what if I am the quote-unquote gentleman? <laughs> That's good. Which I don't know how gay dating works. No. So I'm assuming she's a bit more masculine. She's not like a, I don't know how, how to explain this, but she's a little bit more masculine. She's a, a woman, but she's a bit more masculine. So if, I don't know if she's considered the gentleman, but I mean, if she asks a girl out, does she have to pay? I mean, that's a whole other dynamic that I'm un- unaware of. But for the like for guys, would the bottom not pay? I don't know. That's the thing. Because there's usually like a more dominant one. But does he have? I don't know to if pay? it's a. You should say it's a bottom, like a dominant one. I know, uh, power bottoms. Power, power bottoms. How do Because if they don't do it, nobody would. I don't know. Um, and then my good friend Ray said the person who initiated the date, which makes sense. If the date was initiated by the woman, then going fifty-fifty is fair. Like and keeping that. some semblance of a traditional male role. Okay, that's fair. I like that. So, because... like like you said, if, like, the guy was broke, if, like, the girl initiated it and he was like, well, I can't pay for all of us, but I can pay for mine, that way you can control what you eat, what you order, how much you spend. Yes, and at the same time, as you said, still do the gentleman's role yeah. of opening up the door, Yeah, yeah, I mean, eating, you could do all the other shit, you know? Letting her order first, unless you're one of those gentlemen that's like, she's eating pasta. I'm eating steak. <laughs> Josh loves to do that. I think ironically, like um, she's going to have the Caesar salad, and I'm going to have the T-bone steak rare. <laughs> I think it's funny. He does it when we're in restaurants, which is really funny. Like she's gonna have four French fries, and, and I'm going to have a 22 ounce steak. <laughs> and, she, and she's gonna have water with lime. And I'm gonna have a big beer, and I'm gonna have a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then there's a few others. Um, one of my friends, who, this is the person who got the most likes on the status. He puts, dine and ditch so you avoid the awkward moment. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Done. Boom. Shout out to him one time. Shout out to, Shout out to Eric, Eric one with time. Eric with a C. Eric with a C one time. Because you know some people suffocate. Yes. Um, and then one of our other friends from CrossFit, he puts whoever invites, which is normally the male, but I always pay anyways. He is super macho Mexican, so he would always pay anyways. If you've never dated a Mexican man, they're paying for everything because ego is crazy. I should have dated a Mexican man. Yeah, I should. What are you talking about? I should have dated a Mexican man. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So that's that was the big FB debate that I sort of stirred up. But I think what it comes down to mostly is just like it's always nice for a man to be a man. I mean, it's weird. Gender roles are so weird. But then you guys want to, you guys. People want to want to eliminate gender roles at the um, same time. Well, yeah, no, yeah. So it's like you can't, it's a it's a double headed coin, my friend. It's, yes, it's like people. You can't win either way, really. It's like people with religion, and I don't go on this tangent because I don't like talking about religion. Yeah, but it's pretty, like people that people that are Muslim that say they go, um, I can't date white women. Like I can't. That's I the can't weird do, thing I have I about. Really, like, like the whole like Muslim like thing is like they can't do fucking anything. 
But then they'll pick the one thing they'll cross that line on. Or yeah. they'll pick that one thing that they don't cross that line on. Yeah. It's like, oh, I still drink. I still like white, I still like white girls. But I, I won't. I will not eat pork. Which is like. Which is like so weird. What? Why are you blocking the microphone? I'm not blocking the microphone. I have to pee. <laughs> but. So. That's where it comes down to like the gender roles. Like. If you want equality, full equality, that that's the once again the word used. Right. Full equality, then it comes with everything. Oh yeah. It, but at the same time, it doesn't. Um, I think gender equality extends to obviously everything, but yeah. I think sometimes uh, women fail to realize that those gender norms like like for instance today um i worked from home today and i noticed that in the kitchen you didn't take out the trash right but that's, that's more of a deal though the no, deal it's is not because even like in my growing up my mom i don't know if my mom has ever taken out the trash i think she just doesn't like no, but even like my grandparents, my grandfather takes out the trash. And that's like a guy thing. I'm not going to walk over to the trash can and take out the trash. I take out, I honestly take out the, but you used to take out the trash in Chicago. Only you, because our apartment was so small that if there was trash in there, it smelled. It wasn't because I'm like, oh, I'm taking out the trash. I'm a woman. I don't think <laughs> I took it, it out way. the trash because I don't like the food smell. I honestly Maybe that's a poor example, but I'm just saying there are certain things that we want gender norms and we want to break these barriers. I don't want to take out the goddamn trash. But that's the thing where I didn't think of it that way. I honestly think about it as I do the dishes where I scrape the food off into the trash. Uh-huh. So I, that comes with taking out the trash. Because no, I don't think of it that way at all. I think of it as like I'm a woman and I'm not going to take out the trash. And I the also, same way you walk on the outside of the sidewalk and open the car door and pay for things even though we have the same account. It's like a guy thing. What if I opened your car door? What if I took out the trash? What if I walked our dog at night? You wouldn't let me do no, it. No, you're the only one. What? You no, know, actually, I would let you take take the trash out. The trash out. I will let you do all that. I even let you walk Max at night if you had a gun, or like, <laughs> because once again the physicality. A, of oh, there is a certain safety aspect, and, and honestly, the only reason that I really think at this point that I don't take the trash out is because our trash cans in an alley, yeah. and alleys are super sketchy. Yes, and like, that's the only reason I didn't do it in Chicago too. It's an alley in a big ass city. Yes. I don't want to die. Yes, exactly. But yeah. my thing is, I would let you do all that. You would let me. That's the other thing. You would let me do well, if, those okay, things. Okay, if you wanted to. Yes. What, what, like, if if you said, hey, I'm going to start taking out the trash, go ahead. Yeah. I, it wouldn't be like. But you're far more uh, progressive than a lot of men. Like, you let me do. I don't let you do anything. No, but you let me do things that fight a lot of things that is the reason why I don't date Mexican men. There's a macho aspect where it's like. If I did half the shit that I do, it would date me like a, like an Armenian man or a Mexican man or these really traditional backgrounds. They don't. They wouldn't do this shit. Mm-mm. There's things I don't do because I don't like to do it. Yes. It's not because you are supposed to do it. I just like what. I don't cook. Why? I don't like that shit. But if I had to, I would. Yeah, you would. 
Um, you have, so yeah. I don't like... And I enjoy cooking, so I do it. I don't like... When it comes to cleaning, dusting, fuck that shit. Yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah. But if you... Vacuum, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, I love vacuuming. I think it's really easy. Yeah, it is really easy. Um, there's certain... What other things? I don't know. Like, I could... Well, like, I could pick, do, scrub, like, the bathtub... Just, but I just don't like to do that. But I would clean the bathroom. Yeah. But you like cleaning the bathroom a certain way. Yeah, so I'm just, a germaphobe. So, so, so I just leave it. They're like, oh, I don't give a shit. Like, you yeah, I mean, it, the thing it. is is that you don't make a mess on purpose. So yeah. I think that that automatically helps. Well, no one cares about this domestic shit. But that was the end of my, that was the end of my debate. That was it. Starting World War III. I um, I, we're not starting anything. So should we're at 104. Do you want to take the question that I had? How many questions do you have? I have one question. One good question, or is it like, eh? It's a question that we're probably not going to want to answer. Right. Let's see. All right. You ready? Yeah. Did you read it? No. Oh, okay. So it says, hi, guys. Not answering it. Oh. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a person that's a mutual friend of both of ours. Yeah. And they sent it to our email. It is a girl. And she I says. it's a girl. Why? Why can't a guy send something? We had a guy last week. No, it was a girl. No, it was a guy. Girl. It was a guy. Okay. It was a guy. I'm gonna rewind the tape on that shit. It or was it's somebody else? Like you didn't listen to the past. Do you episode. want me to ask a question or not? Because I can turn shit off okay. now. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Let's go. So, the question was: Hi guys, love the show. Really happy that you're doing the podcast. Thank dot you. dot dot again. Uh, oh, because we. Oh, because we skipped. And oh. Came back. I was like, we didn't do the shit before. <sighs> okay. Makes sense. Anyways, I'm in a new relationship, and it's going really well. However, our sex life has sort of taken a dip. What does that mean? Like, stop? I guess. What do you guys think is a normal sex life, slash how many times a week do you guys have sex? Wowzers. Wowzers. Uh... You want to answer it? Like the second week in the month or the third? Week? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, first of all, congratulations on your new relationship. I noticed that on Facebook. I saw it. So, congrats to you. He's super cute. Um, a normal sex life. Okay. So, I actually don't know if I feel super comfortable talking about that. Um, this is one of those things where my book gets closed. Yeah. One thing I will say, though, there's nothing normal. Everybody's different. Everyone's different. Every relationship is different. Yes. So let's say somebody works 13-hour days, 14-hour days. I wouldn't really expect them to want to have sex till the weekend. When they're, like, rested. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's um, – I agree with Josh. I think it's different for everyone. I think if you're not having sex at all, that's probably a little weird. Unless there are religious reasons, like today you're like saving yourself for marriage or he's yeah. saving himself for marriage. I mean, I don't know if at this age that people do that I as know much. A couple of people. No, I know a couple of people, but I'm just saying I don't know if that's as common as when we were a little bit younger. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I would say my opinion on what's normal is like two to three times a week. Yeah. I, I like, I don't know. Like every, it's Everyone's so different. Hard. I don't know because, I mean, if you're first dating, I mean, I would assume you guys would be like doing it all the time. 
But, like, after a while, I mean, Josh and I have been together almost six years now. I mean, we're definitely not having sex every day of the week. Yeah. That, I don't even want to have sex every day of the week. No. I don't know. Like. I don't know. That's a weird one. You I know mean, what, I, Max? How often would you like to have sex? Okay, good. Yeah, see? All, not, all the, the time. time. <laughs> every time. If I'm not, if I'm awake. And I want to have. Walk, I want to be having sex if I'm awake. If if I'm on a walk, I want to be having sex. I, I, I love the ladies. Woo! He loves them white dogs. He loves those white bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily want to talk about our sex life, but I mean, I would say it's very healthy and very normal. Our sex life is the total opposite of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other than that one time, that one place. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so I think we're going to have to ignore that question completely. But uh, I would say that if you're definitely not having sex at all and you're both into each other and willing to have sex with one another and have already, if you're not at least having sex twice a week, then he's cheating on you. I'm just what gonna if he has a there. small peen? What if he has a micro peen? Yeah, like what do you do? Like, you But no, but that's what I'm just saying. If he's already had sex, if they've already had sex, then, I mean, they know what the deal is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you haven't ever... You should probably ask him if he's saving himself for something. Because you don't know. Well, Some... yeah, which is, which is fair. Or it's like, uh, I want to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, I would like to get to know you longer because people like to jump into the shit and you don't need to. I don't... Maybe it's like, oh, I've been having sex with these all these Tinder dudes and like... Maybe he's fucking a bunch of dudes and he doesn't have any left for you. Wow. Sorry, that took a weird turn. Because him... Power bottom, or is he the top? <laughs> this is episode eight of the Words of Woods podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Bye, bitches. Email us at wordswithwoods at gmail.com. King Max, you got anything to say? Hit me up on jmcfly11. If you yeah, no one hits us up on fucking Twitter, all right? Or Tweet Instagram. Me. Tweet me. I need the H-E-Y-I-T-S-J-O-R-D-H-A-N. Hey, it's Jordan. Find us on SoundCloud, Words with Woods. Download the shit, comment on the shit, give us a little give us a little heart. Like us. Like us. Fuck. Follow us. I like all y'all shit. I say yeah. happy birthday to everybody. Alright. Sorry. We out. We out. Bye.